Hello and welcome to the Primary versus Secondary podcast. I'm Laurie, representing Team Secondary with four years experience teaching history to teenagers. And I'm Josh, with four years experience teaching early years and key stage one, I'll be representing Team Primary. The intent of today's lesson is to sit back, relax and enjoy 30 minutes of two teachers talking all things education. From recent experiences, topical debates, tips, tricks and teacher fails. Welcome back to episode, the Primary Secondary Podcast, episode four. We finished for the summer. What an amazing one. I can't believe too much of that song because we'll, we'll be done for copyright. So I lasted that for a whole of three seconds. So hopefully you enjoyed that and I'm sure we can get the um, song. What was the song, Laurie? What do you think it was? Was it, by any chance, Celebrate Good Times? Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Literally. I mean, we are finished. Teachers around the world, to well, teachers in the UK, maybe not around the world, teachers in the UK, you've made it. So congratulations. Woo. Enjoy it. Um, we want to start by saying a massive thank you for listening to the podcast, um, episodes one, two, three, and we hope you enjoy this episode. It's all about celebrating the end of term. Laurie, are there any thank yous that you want to shout out to anybody? Uh, I mean, I've got to thank everyone who's listened all the way through, who has um, subscribed to the podcast, turned on their notifications, and most importantly of all, anyone who has rated the podcast, particularly those of you giving it the big five stars, leaving us a lovely little comment. You guys are our heroes. It makes such a difference to where we end up in whatever chart the Apple podcast and Spotify world decide we exist in. Love it. Now, today's podcast, we're going to have a little recap of our end of the terms. We're then going to go to the listeners and the audience, and they're going to let us know about their favourite moments at the end of the term. We're going to look at some best moments from the year. We're going to look at some fails from the year from our audience. And then we're just going to recap of what we're doing for our summer, which is going to be really, really cool. So, Laurie, how was your end of the term? Uh, Do you know what? It was such a bittersweet lovely but sad moment for me because of course as you as you know this was not only my last week of term but also my last week with my current school the school I went into as an NQT now they're called ECTs um, uh, before I'm moving on to my my next job as a, a head of history head of department so it was a great week we loved the weather it was a little bit cooler down at in my corner of the country than elsewhere but we still got to wear non-uniform because of all the weather the scare scaremongering that went on so we had a lovely chilled end of term and it was really nice because this year was the first year we got to have some of our school traditions back following covid because a lot of our school traditions involve a great number of students being in a small amount of space often trying to make as much noise as possible but we'll go into some of those in a minute josh how was the end of your year it, it was hot for a start it was, oh my goodness trying to teach 35 and six year olds in what was what 40 degree heat I mean at one point in my class my classroom got up to 46 47 degrees so I completely had to take them out it was ridiculous we took them out of the class we did some yoga in the hall where it was nice and airy and breezy and um, I don't know if anybody caught it and if you would like to go and check it out head over to my um, 
TikTok page, Mr. Mr. A, the primary teacher, and I decided to just annoy everybody in my school with a big old bottle of spray. So I went around spraying all the teachers, all the students. They, they enjoyed it deep down, but I mean, yeah. It, like, like you I said, I saw that video, and Josh, I have to say, I'm so surprised at the restraint that your colleagues have, because there would have been far more expletives in that video had you decided to surprise me in that way. So your colleagues are much more adapted to unpleasant surprises, but I guess that happens when you work in a primary school. They're, they're probably used to me. However, there is a part two, which I have filmed, but I don't think I can release it. I mean, I, you, everybody's gonna have to kind of hoax me out of releasing it, but I, I don't know whether I should, uh, because like I said, some of the reactions are very funny and um, uh, a bit on the mark, but there you go, it's, it's all part of the fun. But like you said, Laurie, bittersweet end to the year, because I, I mean, I, I spend six hours a day, six and a half hours a day with this class, day in, day out. Um, so you really get to know these children, but they're gonna go off and flourish and blossom and just be amazing. So yeah, I can't, yeah it's brilliant, brilliant for them. Um, my goodness, my goodness, how are you feeling about your new school? I'm really excited. I'm nervous, but um, in a good way, I think. I know it's the right move for me. And crucially, that's been the kind of reassuring factor throughout what has ultimately been a very sad kind of closing of one chapter of my life for me in a school that I actually really didn't think I'd be leaving. Certainly not this soon, potentially not ever. Um, and I... I am leaving it was it was a bit of a shock to me even though it was obviously me who initiated it um but it, it is the right move for me and that's what's kind of reassured me and comforted me when I felt really sad about the colleagues that I won't be spending every day with um and the students that I've gotten to know so well over the last four years who I'm really gutted to be missing certain milestones particularly I'll, I'll give a little shout out to my form who I've had for the last four years and while it hasn't always been smooth sailing because you know I'm only human and they are 30 young people going through hormonal changes but um mean that they don't always make the best decisions but for the most part they are absolutely wonderful individuals and I'm really sad that I had them be a seven eight nine and ten but don't quite get to cross the finish line with them by doing year 11 but I know that they will be wonderful um and they've all got the the ability to do fantastically and Fortunately for me, the kind of the other silver lining to come out of me leaving is that my uh, vacant job has been filled by one of my best friends. So I will still, yeah, I will still get to, you know, keep up to date with my classes because she's basically picking up exactly where I left off. So I'll be able to um, hear what's going on in the school and it'll be really nice because I'll actually be able to keep tabs on particular students and just go oh how's so-and-so getting on um is so-and-so still into this that or the other and that's really nice for a teacher who usually when we move schools it's just a very abrupt guillotine ending because it wouldn't be appropriate for us to have those that kind of continuation of involvement but because it's one of my best friends we'd naturally talk about school anyway so it's nice and obviously she'll have a place um, to vent any frustrations about transitions or um, pr 
processes that she hasn't got to grips with yet or things that she has she wants to question she'll have someone who doesn't work in the school that she can air those concerns to but will understand exactly what she's talking about so it's it's a win-win from from both of our perspectives um and it's definitely made leaving easier because there is no one in the world I would want to occupy my classroom other than the person who's got my job oh my goodness yeah no she obviously sounds like a very lucky person to have have your classes and um did you, I've got a question did you shed a little tear on your last few days or last day do you know what? I did so well because I was determined not to not to get upset um but then I had um I had a last year nine class and the year nines have been such a wonderful year group for me um they just happen to be the group that I have taught the most every year since they joined so when they joined uh in year seven I taught the majority of year seven when they moved into year eight I taught the majority of year eight and as year nines I've taught the majority of year nine so although I feel very close to my my year group that I joined with um, the year nines have kind of progressed with me in a similar way. So when I said goodbye to my last year nine class, um, they were they were quite emotional and that made me quite emotional. And then the year tens queuing outside the door for, for not even my class, but for my colleagues' uh, history class, they started getting a bit emotional because they remembered joining at the same time as me and having me in year seven. So that made that was about a week before I left and I was like in tears. But what was really funny was um, that was a day where I only had that one lesson because I the rest of the day I had gained time from year 11 and 13 going. So I only had period one and period two. My classroom is used by English who have more teachers than classrooms. So as I'm like shedding a tear and these kids are like being comforted by me and I'm going, you're going to be great. You're going to be fine. Like these baffled year eights who have never been taught by me are funneling into my classroom. Like what the hell is going on? Why is the teacher crying? Why are the students crying? Um, what have they done to her? My goodness, they've broken her. <laughs> Like one of one of my um one of the year tens who I taught like I taught her in year seven and I taught her in year nine and I didn't teach her in year eight or ten, or as a year ten but she was like giving a really kind of heartfelt I won't call it a speech because it wasn't but like just really being very open and very vulnerable and very like sweet about like what what impact I'd had on her interest in the subject and I was just like it was so lovely but the year like I could see her with like big brown eyes tears welling up in them and then just beyond her I could see 30 year eights going what the hell is happening here <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh you, you're gonna go on to do some amazing things and we i, I can't wait during the podcast so we're just gonna find out all about it um over the next coming months yeah we're so. gonna get the um the absolute first-hand experience of a teacher moving from teacher to hod um so it couldn't be a better time to be doing this so talk me through your last day like am i am i wrong i'm just thinking that it was a lot of films oh you're completely correct i mean it wouldn't be primary school about a little bit of a film in there I mean, it's, it starts the day the children come in, they had a bit of colouring to do. What more could you need in your world? And I haven't got a clue what colouring it was. Pardon? That's a geography, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. It was blue, it was blue and green, it was a bit of the sea, a bit of the land. What, what more could you need? And then it was film one. We had Moana. We had a, then had a break. 
boom, come back, film two, we're on to Frozen. And then, boom, lunch. And then the end of the day is golden time and a bit of, uh, a, bit of a celebration assembly to round off the day. I mean, what more could you need in, in your world? I love a celebration assembly. And what, I mean, what does a random lot, because obviously you just don't have a, you don't have a class at that time. And you were telling me about, you've just said about your, your first period and whatnot. What do you do in a last lesson in secondary school? So I will do one of two things. So, or one of three things really. Um, so if it's key stage three, um, what I tend to do is mop up whatever topic we're on so if it's year seven um it's Tudors year eight it's World War One um year nine is slightly different and I'll explain why in a second but I'll give them some kind of game task to do so a favorite of mine is to give them a blank monopoly board and tell them to make me a monopoly board based on what we've studied that year so they get to decide what color the sets are and what goes on so they'll be like oh here's a Stuart's set and it's got like the execution of Charles I on it it's got um Oliver Cromwell and it's got like uh, the glorious revolution for example um and oh here's a witchcraft set that's got Matthew Hopkins in it it's got um the witch trials and it's got demonology by James VI um so I like to give them that as a kind of um, fun way to consolidate with the added bonus that when they're finished, they always look fantastic and act as a bit of a visual scheme of work to go on the wall. So it's like very multifunctional. Sometimes they go all out and they create like chance cards and property cards and they make little origami kind of figures or they get blue tack and they mold it into um particularly relevant shapes so sometimes I get like a little battleship for world war one um so I love doing that for uh, key stage four GCSE which is year nine on a technicality because we start studying the GCSE even though they aren't officially GCSE students uh, for year 10 and well there is no year 11 because they've always gone for exams by this point so for year nine years nine and ten if I am in line with the other groups in their year and they've already covered what they need to, then I'll do something similar where I'll give them a fun consolidation task um, or I'll give them the opportunity to take the hour to sort their book out so that they don't have to do it over summer because quite often they've got loose pieces of paper or they've got worksheets which are half completed um, and usually I'll stick on like a film or a documentary or music now you're background. speaking my language i hear film and, that, and then i'm there yes oh okay. yeah but the films i'm talking about are like rise of evil for um weimar and nazi germany we're not we're not doing frozen um <laughs> the closest they might get to a bit of um frivolity is instrumental taylor swift in the background of while they were i mean we all have um, a bit of tay tay you can't go wrong ever since you posted that tiktok of the um was it come back be here that's just been in my head Oh, I'm not going to give you a rendition. I might save that for an outtake. If, if, if loads of people comment or message me saying they want an outtake of me singing, then feel free. I'll, I'll do it for you guys. But yeah, you need, you need to message me or message the pod. Uh, Mr. A. La Swift. Oh, oh, yes. This could be a thing. I'll even get a wig, folks. A blonde wig. There you go. I can't play the guitar, though. We're all gutted about that as well. <laughs> really well that I can't play the guitar anyway guys here's Wonderwall 
<laughs> oh no, I love that. No, I, I, it's the difference between primary and secondary, but don't you just love it? That, that's that's why we're here now. I um, really, I have to say, I really hate films. Um, at the end, like I, I rarely do films. I think this is such a difference between primary and secondary. It's such a common, um, like the idea for me. I think, and I think again, it must be different, maybe for like core subjects who are given a lot of um, timetable time. Um, but for for me, I only get three hours a fortnight with these kids. So if I'm going to spend an hour of it on a film, that had better be an incredibly relevant and juicy <laughs> film. There'll be I mean, no. My one under and frozen is relevant. It's all that's that's that's. I mean, what more could you need in your life? Not to medicine through time. I mean, come on. I mean, that's not really relevant, is it, when you're looking at Moana and Frozen? Exactly. That's my point. Most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> no, I love it. Now, I want to. I want to put you to the test and see if you could think back to your primary days. And did any of these happen whilst you were primary? So I asked my my audience on Instagram, and if you want to go and check out Instagram or get involved, feel free to check out the Primary B Secondary Pod. Um, podcast and go from there and we'll uh, we'll post questions and whatnot anyway laurie do any of these apply to you or do you remember any of these when you were at primary school so stephanie underscore joy 212 has said playing your own board games and that you brought in from home did you ever do that in, in primary school we did not do that at primary school school provided us with their own board games but they were incomplete is the best way to phrase it yeah, you know, you never find it. I mean, I've got so many puzzles and jigsaws and there's always like one or two pieces missing and then trying to get really frustrated. So I, I, I really feel for them. But I just say that's life, folks, it's character building. And um, we it's move difficult on. to win connect four when you've only got three counters. <laughs> okay, next one. Sugar paper DIY envelopes for all your books. Sugar paper is a big yes. Lots of sugar paper. But why am I making an envelope out of it? No, we had a book bag. We just chuck the books into the book bag. The book bag isn't big enough. Because you know, think you've got you've got your art book, you've got your maths book, English book, your then geography, history. You've got all of like your work that's just given to you on the final day. So sometimes a sugar paper big envelope is is key. I don't think we had separate books for all those subjects at my school. I think we have English, math, science book and a reading diary. And I'm pretty sure that everything else was just completed on bits of paper. I love that. Fair, fair enough. To be fair, that's probably best, best for the environment rather than wasting a load of books. Um, maybe that's the direction that we need to go in. And next one, baking on the last day. Yeah, big time. Did you? Did you? What, what kind of things? Can you remember? We'd make um, little fairy cakes, I think, usually. But the thing was, we didn't have a designated um, cooking room at primary school. So we would all pile into the staff room. So it was like a double treat because we got to go into the staff room and we got to bake. I love that. I love that. Um, Non-school uniform or a trip out. I don't, I don't ever remember having a trip out. That's uh, from, from Asia. Last week. Mm, mm, yeah. No, really get that. Um, to do what else we got water fights with the teachers that is a safeguarding concern i mean no no we had a water fight with our wheel so so year five and my, my class year one we had a massive water fight they they weren't allowed to bring in any like um water it okay water fight because we're a school we call it water fun because we don't promote fighting because we are mm. a, a professional establishment and we promote 
good morals and British values. So yes, um, water fun is what we called it. But yeah, that's what we did. But we didn't do it on the last day. So I mean, um, hey dot it's me, Olivia. Um, we didn't do that, but I appreciate that you did that. So fair enough, fair enough. Was there anything else? Is there anything that you can remember from primary school which you ended up doing? Do you know what? My memory is really shocking from my own life. We have, I often joke about it with my mum because I remember so little of my childhood. Um, so I actually don't remember my last days in specifics at all. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Fair, fair enough. I, will, I'm, I really hope my students remember me in some way. Or remember, or remember yeah, <laughs> you really tarnished you know, my career right there. You know, I remember really, really clearly my history teacher. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Jeez, oh, jeez, can't get the stuff. Um, folks, um, we're gonna have an um, honorary tea break. So um, if you hear a random sound, right, right about now. We hope that you don't need the toilet. You'll need the podcast or. Um, but it is actually tea yeah, because Laurie is very much British. Um, I'm not mature enough to drink tea or coffee yet. So maybe one day I will. There you go. That's probably a reason why I'm a primary school teacher. Um, moving on, moving on. The wins of the year. What is something, Laurie, which you look back on this year and gone, damn, that has gone well. Or that's something I'm going to remember in a really good light. Do you know what? I've had so many positives this year because it's been kind of, the first normal year I've had since my first year of teaching, which was obviously a blur, but halfway through my second year of teaching is when COVID first strolled into our lives. Um, and then this is kind of the first time we've had any extended periods in the school of it not really being too much of a factor. Obviously it's always there lurking, but it's not been too impactful. And we've managed to have some really fantastic returns of our favourite school traditions and one of them actually happens on the last day we have something called the house shout so um, much like Hogwarts the school has different houses that the kids are put into from year seven and they follow those houses all the way up we've got five of them they're named after ex-head teachers um, which is excellent because in the wake of um, all this kind of very necessary examining of the kinds of people we emulate by uh, honouring as house names um, it means we're problem free because funnily enough none of my school's ex-headmasters and mistresses were slave traders which is really fortunate actually um, but <laughs> you can't say the same if you've named it after Sir Francis Drake so oh, lots of schools in Devon have suddenly gone ah might need to re-examine that so what happens is on the last day of term all the kids um in their houses perform a medley of adapted, usually pop songs, um, which they turn into kind of house propaganda, slating the other houses and boasting about how good their own house is. Um, and it's entirely written and composed um, and choreographed by the student heads of houses. So that's like one of the heads of houses jobs in the summer term is to write this uh, medley, choreograph it and direct approximately 120 children to perform it in front of the other four houses in a quest to win the House Shout House Cup, which is arguably the most coveted cup beyond the actual, you know, 
house point house cup. I mean, so it that was prestigious. It sounds very prestigious. It is prestigious. It's it's everything. Um, <laughs> as it should be. So we did have one slight COVID friendly ad- adaptation in that this year we performed it outside um, as opposed to in the hall. But actually it worked really well and it was just so lush to see all the kids getting involved for particularly year seven and eight they haven't really had a great deal of exposure to house culture so it was really cool to see them getting jazzed about house shout because it's been a bit of a um (laughs) I think it's fair to say it's been a bit of a culture shock to some of them when the older years suddenly start chanting like I showed you last week with sports day Mm. Um, so that's been an absolute highlight for me house shout was fantastic what about you josh what's some of your what's one of your highlights your yearly win um surviving no no i know um in all seriousness i think for me it's it is really uh, just seeing the little the little mini humans that i've got in my class just grow up and blossom i mean i look at i look at what um i look i look at where they started and look where they came from and oh my goodness have they done an amazing job just just really brilliant so no it's it's just seeing them blossom by the end of the year. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of big wins. Some people are really nervous coming in, coming out of their shell, being more confident, taking risks, um, engaging, just uh, developing their resilience, perseverance, all those wonderful things. And um, like, like I've reiterated quite a bit, they are going to blossom as they keep going. Um, I've asked uh, the audience as well. And um, Bryony Richards I, has got back to me and said, her win of the year is getting her QTS officially qualified after a year of working as an unqualified teacher, which is amazing. So, Bryony, hats off to you. And also, special Bryony. Bryony appeared on Romeo and Duet a few weeks back, and um, with, with with the with the lovely fellow that you met um, from there. So, congratulations to you, and you sang beautifully on there. Another person, well, so well, Ellie. Um, dot crx has put my bottom set year sixes learning their times tables and made me cry with tears of joy um, when they actually sang them to her so i mean what a win for you which is just incredible and then let's try and pick out one more let's try and pick out one more uh alicia alicia fitness on instagram getting my qts so all the new training teachers and whatnot you've done amazing so hats off to you um you're gonna you're gonna smash it and hopefully well well I say hopefully, definitely stay tuned because you're going to see some amazing things, um, which is fantastic. Oh, my goodness, Laurie, where should we go from here? What should we do next? Should we do some fails of the year before wrapping up? Let's do some fails. Let's talk about what we're going to do over summer and then let's let the lovely people enjoy some mm. summer holiday. Mm. Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, should, should we go from our fails or should we get the um, audience's fails? I think it's only fair. We share a teacher fail every week. I think it's time for the audience to step up and sh- share some of their teacher fails. Okay, so what have we got? Um, <laughs> Miss T Creativity. I was leading an assembly um, in January um, and I was holding my water bottle. I asked two children to come up and read a poem that I was really proud of in my class. Halfway through, I dropped my water bottle and, it's, and it covered them. Okay. I mean, that's really unfortunate bless them <laughs> those, those poor people that is, that is a bit of a fail um 
what have we got here? What have we got? Photocopy. This is this is from RCWYHAN0201. Um, oh my goodness, that's a mouthful. Anyway, um, they replied saying, I photocopied the wrong side of a worksheet. So I had 120 blank sheets of paper. Uh, we've all done that. It's a classic fail. It's a classic fail. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, I, I feel like this is a good fail to end on. This is a really good fail to end on. Uh, Bex B one three two. When it was hot, I wore a lot. I wore a, a skater dress. So a skater dress hugs close and then goes out to the bottom. That's my that's my fashion knowledge. Um, a pocket from the dress, however, got stuck on the door handle and ripped my dress in front of the whole class. And you can imagine what um, it showed. Wow, wow. Um, I'm sure we've shared so many fails, but honestly, guys, that, that really cheers me up. And hopefully that's made you giggle at home. I, we've all been in certain situations and places where that's happened. Now, Laurie, what are you doing over summer? Do you know what? For once, I have very little of a plan because obviously I have a lot of prep to do before September. I have new schemes of work to write. I've got lessons to plan and the little... Um, the little mental health guard in my brain is yelling at me to make sure I take a proper break and but you know teachers don't get paid for summer so don't be overworking yourself yada 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 and I I will absolutely strike a balance but ultimately future me is not going to thank me if she turns up for work in September and is scrambling every night because current me, present me, didn't act preemptively. So I am going to go on some adventures. I'm going to South Wales for a few days. I'm going to certainly be going down to Cornwall a lot, exploring my own home county of Devon. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, to spend a few days in Yorkshire and Northumberland. So it's going to be a UK-based summer, but hopefully I'll get away in October half term, term to somewhere a little bit more um, far far flown but for now I'm looking forward to a productive summer with pepperings of um, UK adventures what about you Josh you're off somewhere a little bit more exciting although dare I say it not always more beautiful than wonderful Devon that's a very true true was it the English Riviera down there yep. which is mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm heading off to Italy so I'll find some Milan in a few weeks and catch, uh, a few nights there catching the train down and then um, ending up in Rome before I fly back, which is going to be amazing. And the weather's, got, I mean, I'm an honorary ginger, so I'm just going to burn. But that, I mean, it's all part, all part of fun, really, isn't it? So um, Italy. And then I brought myself a paddleboard. I've treated myself to a paddleboard. So if you ever see anything in the news about a strange, pale or sunburned man uh, falling into the Norfolk broads, um, then you'll know it's me. Um, so I'm going to be learning bits of that but it's going to be really fab and I will be going to school sorting some bits as I'm moving down to reception however I do want to reiterate if you're a teacher and you're not going in over summer don't worry enjoy your time you don't have like you don't have to do it don't feel the pressure don't look at other teachers and say they're going in so I have to do this or feel guilty don't worry about it just just be you enjoy your summer we've all learned it but if you are going in fair play enjoy it get yourself sorted like what me and Laurie are doing but at the end of the day we deserve our break so make sure that you're mentally ready the next next year because mental health is so important really important um what a podcast what an episode i've really enjoyed it laurie have you they always fly by i always yeah, always they... think 
we're going to run out of stuff to talk about and we never do which is fab um thank you to everybody who's listening if you want to come and go and check us out on any social media platforms instagram the primary the secondary podcast so send some love you can send in questions whatnot where can they email us laurie so you can email us at the primary versus secondary podcast at gmail.com. Lovely little discrepancy between the Instagram and the um, and the email address there. But oh, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So you, you guys know where to find us. Um, but yeah, find us on TikTok, find us on Instagram, email us with any questions, any topics you want covered. And just to confirm, we will be continuing our usual release schedule of one episode every two weeks. Just because it's summer, we still want to keep you in the loop with all things teachers. So if you've got an idea for what we could talk about next time, then drop us an email, drop us a message. We would love to hear from you. All right. Uh, From us, thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening and we'll see you very, very soon. Have a wonderful summer, guys. You deserve it. Bye. Are you going to do a team break now? Are you going to pull it? (laughs) I thought you were like... To top up my my cup of tea with the dregs. I was like, that's very considerate of Josh.